1: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches
0: Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life.
1: Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I have a little bit of a different episode. I'm going to be playing a recording of a SpeakPipe voicemail that I received from Kelly, and she left that on the SpeakPipe, which is on our website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, and you can leave us a question or a comment on there also. If you would like to have it be on the show, that would be great. If you would like it to be private, you can just say that it's private in the message to us, but uh anybody who leaves a message there we um are happy to play it on the air and I will answer your question personally. So, I think this is a great way to get some of your voices heard. It's so important for other people to know that they are not alone. You are not alone. When you hear these questions from their voices, you know, these people also have the same concerns you do. It's amazing when you start talking with others that you realize I am not alone. These issues that they have are the same issues that I have. So let's get on with Kelly's question.
0: Hi, my name's Kelly um, and I've been struggling with anxiety for about 10 years uh, now. It's been progressively getting worse where I'm living with my parents and that's partially because of a bad relationship I got out of about uh four four years ago now um and I also am not able to work because my anxiety has just been so bad and driving is difficult and being by myself is difficult so it's all very hard and your podcast has really made a big difference I'm also seeing a counselor but I um My question is like when I'm with a group of friends or when I'm in a store or kind of in situations where I don't really have a few minutes to face my anxiety, to accept my anxiety, to float with it and kind of have to constantly be thinking of the, or not thinking of the negative thoughts, but, um, you know, letting them come and letting them go. Sometimes I can do that but sometimes it's difficult when I'm in certain situations, like in a conversation, I can't quite zone out in the middle of a conversation. So I'm not quite sure if there's different things to do or, or what tips I guess you could give for those kinds of situations. Thank you so much for all your hard work and helping me and I'm lots of others. Thank you.
1: Today's episode is sponsored by Prolon Life. This is a revolutionary plant-based nutrition program that nourishes the body while making the cells believe they're fasting. It is proven to induce autophagy or autophagy, the body's internal cellular repair and recycling pathway, which has been linked to improved health and reduced disease. The five-day program uses science-backed nutrition, technology that offers the benefits of prolonged water fasting while providing food and nutrients to enhance safety, adherence, and long-term outcomes. I have wanted to do a water fast for quite a while for health reasons, but I've not found the right place or time yet. So I'm very excited to try Prolong Life's five-day program as soon as it arrives. It offers all the benefits of fasting without the inconvenience. Convenience. Prolon Life's program includes snacks, soups, and beverages designed to keep your body in a fasting state. It's no wonder why thousands of doctors now recommend Prolon to support healthy blood sugar and cardiovascular health. Right now, Prolon is offering the Anxiety Coaches podcast listeners 10% 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash ACP. That's P-R-O-L-O-N com slash ACP for the special offer. Prolon L-Nutra. That's prolonlife.com slash ACP. Thank you for that question, Kelly. I know I sent you a response, an audio response but I wanted to let everyone know that I really do appreciate your question because it's a really important one. And I think it doesn't get addressed a lot. So I'm glad you brought that up. We don't have a whole lot of conversation around what do I do in the moment when I'm with a social setting, when I'm with my friends. We're often talking about Doing our internal process, you know, when we're trying to have our quiet time or where we're moving out of a meeting and have some space. But what do we do, like Kelly is asking, in the moment when she's in a social setting? Now, this is a great place for us to start. We're at a social setting, we're with other people, we feel our anxiety rising, we can feel our tension, wherever we feel it, we feel our own sensations. Everyone has their own recipe of, of sensations and feelings, thoughts that come up and they are your cue that there is something going on. And you're thinking like Kelly was saying, now I have to face it. I have to accept it and flow. And so it's feeling like, okay, well, how am I going to do this? How do I do this? when i'm with a whole bunch of other people how do i do this when i'm at work when i'm actually doing things like having to talk in front of people giving a speech any of these things where we can't just say excuse me now i'm going to take a few minutes and um now there are places where that would be appropriate but i want to talk about when it's not so we're in this stuck kind of place okay what do i do so First of all, practicing the floating, practicing, accepting, all of this we do in our time when we can, and we also do it When we are having our quiet time or our meditation time, where if we feel things coming up in meditation, that is the perfect practice place. So that's where we do our practice, right? Where we can, okay, am I accepting? Do, am I willing to be with this actual feeling that is kind of ramping me up? Can I just be with it? So that's the place we practice and riding that wave with it. And when we practice so much, we begin to not have to think about it so much. So this is another reason that meditation is important. Not only is it training us to be coming back into the present moment and being mindful, but when things do bubble up, we're in a place where it's just us and our mind. And this is the time for us to be doing those things, such as facing it, which most people have done. If you are here, you are are facing the idea of anxiety and that it is something that you are currently dealing with. You've faced that. You've got that. And so in the small moments, yes, I'm facing it. I'm I'm not going to run away from it. I'm here with it. And I'm going to accept it. You accept it. And you can actually feel the acceptance of I'm here with it. I'm not feeling a need to fight it or run away from it. I accept that it is, it is what it is. And then you can practice your floating. So when you're in a social situation and you don't have the advantage of being able to spend time with whatever is bubbling up, I want you to remember how to relax. I want you to remember how to use your body as the trigger to tell your mind that everything's okay. Because intellectually, you know that. You know you're not running from a tiger, and you know you're not in harm's way. Because if you were truly in harm's way or running from a tiger, you wouldn't be thinking about anxiety. You wouldn't be feeling anxiety. You would be taking care of business, running, getting safe, doing what you needed to do what we struggle with is when we are just dealing with our imagination and our anxious thoughts. So when you feel that bubbling up, Kelly, when you feel, here it is, now what am I going to do? I My heart is pounding. I'll use that as an example of your trigger that you know you are getting anxious or you're feeling warm. I want you to use your body. Now you're going to have to practice this before it happens, because when we are in an anxious state, when we are having high anxiety, we don't have the executive functioning in our normal way. Of course, we're still able to think, make decisions and do things, but not as clearly as we do normally because a lot of our energy is going to our survival mechanisms. Everything is going, the part of the brain that's working, highly working and getting all the attention of your energy and blood flow is the amygdala, is that fight or flight lizard part of your brain is getting all the action when you are feeling high anxiety. So you have to practice enough so that your intellect, your frontal cortex, your executive functioning will be able to remember even in an anxious time that what you want to do is to relax. And you have to do it not in a, oh, I feel warm and cozy and relaxed. You're doing it in a actually using your physical muscles, to send a message to your brain that all is well, I'm okay, and you can let go. And so we could call this, because it's the lizard part of the brain, you could call it petting the lizard. Rick Hansen was the one who turned me on to that phrase, pet the lizard. Let that part of your brain know everything's okay. And we can do that with our thoughts, but that can take a little bit more concentration, more time. That's like trying to change your thoughts. That's why cognitive behavioral therapy is wonderful in many, many, many instances. But when you are anxious, having to change your thought from a negative to a positive, it just doesn't work. And so we're not going to do that. We're going to let the thought be what it is. Oh my goodness, here I go. I'm anxious, and we're going to say, but I remember I have that little sticky note in the back of my mind that says, Relax the body. And you can do that because you can do that even when you're, you're, well, like Kelly's saying, she's in a stressful situation in a social setting. So, what can you do? First, we can do it by first tightening our muscles and then relaxing them again because sometimes we can't just relax them. We've almost forgotten what it feels like to have a relaxed muscle. So, and there's lots of muscles that you can tense and relax when you are standing even at a party having conversation and no one will really notice. You can do it with your hands, you can do it with your feet you can do it with your legs. You can feel yourself being able to tighten your calf muscles or thigh muscles and being able to actually use your shoulders to drop them down. They are probably already tightened enough. You won't need to tighten them anymore and you can let them go. After you've remembered the feeling, so tighten, you know, maybe make a fist. If you're holding a glass or a bottle or a book, you can kind of maybe clench that a little bit and then relax it. Clench it a little bit and then relax it. And you remember your um mind is going to get the message that you're relaxing muscles versus clenching down. And it thinks everything's okay then. Oh, we must, everything must be all right in the environment because she's relaxing muscles. Kelly's relaxing muscles. We don't have to ramp up. Maybe we can let go. And you know, we talk about it here often that it's 90 seconds from when we get to safety or we get to the place where we have let our mind know we are safe. And one of those ways is by relaxing your muscles. Okay, Kelly's safe now. The mind is saying, okay, Kelly's safe now. All right, no more messages to send out adrenaline, cortisol, the whole whole hormonal cascade. We can let that go. And what happens is in 90 seconds, you've gone back down to your baseline again. You're going to feel the difference in 90 seconds about, everybody's probably a little different, but you're going to feel that if in fact you are not adding gasoline to the fire. What happens to us in social settings is we start to get more anxious about our behavior then you know, we're feeling anxious, we can feel it ramping up, we think oh, all of a sudden, that's enough, right? That could have just been from a subconscious trigger, we don't even need to know what it was, we may never know what it was, we're subconsciously, let's say triggered, and you're feeling ramped up, heart pounding, maybe it's getting warm and sweaty. And all of a sudden, you're thinking, you're not so worried about that anymore, as to how do I look, Am I looking okay? Oh my God! Does anybody know? Have they noticed that I'm anxious? Am I going to be able to get through this whole evening? You know the thoughts. I don't need to tell you the thoughts. I bet you could make them up on your own. And believe it or not, everybody's stories get to be pretty similar. I hear them a lot, and they're they're uh, all pretty similar. We all go to the same place, right? So if you find that that's what's happening, you don't need to keep adding fuel to the fire. You can even see that you're doing that. Oh, now I'm worried about how I look. So that isn't even the first arrow. That's another arrow, right? And what are you feeling? And then we get upset with ourselves. Why do I always do this? Or why did I come here? I should have known better and then we're shooting the second arrow. Life has given us a pain. It has given us a stressful situation. Now we're adding more to it and hurting ourselves with our own self-talk. And all of those things add fuel to the fire, and we don't get to that place of safety where we only need a minute and a half to come back down again. So give yourself a a pat on the back for being out and about where you are and you feel it coming on, Kelly. So you're going to clench your muscles somewhere and then you're going to relax them and clench them and relax them. And even if you can just relax ones that are already clenched, like I'm able to do that all the time now, I'll be at the computer long enough and again, those shoulders just want to rise right up again. Well, that's not a good message to my mind because that's telling my mind that I'm, I'm clenching down. There's stress. There must be something wrong. And there's not. I'm just uh, in a bad position. So I want to relax those muscles. And if you can, you know, if you can shake out a little bit, I had a conversation with a client today and he said, I, tried to move around and move, uh, wiggle and shake like an animal because he knows that the animals do that. They get in a stressful situation or a fighting situation, and maybe the fight doesn't come about, but there was squawking with birds. I used to see ducks do this a lot on the lake, squawking and fussing, and then they both swim away in different directions or even in the same parallel direction, and they shake everything out from head to toe. And that's what we can do too. But if you're in a social situation like Kelly is talking about, maybe that's not appropriate, but maybe some small shaking. Or like I said, the muscle relaxation is a message to the body and the mind that from the body to the mind that everything is okay. I'm relaxed. Look at me. My shoulders just went down. My jaw's relaxed. Can open your mouth a little bit. Can just let that jaw relax and feel the tension slide away with the clenching of the hands and then the relaxing of them, scrunching up your toes and your shoes and then relaxing them. I think that this is a great practice for when you're in a situation where you cannot use some time away to actually bring yourself down And again, we want to practice these things as often as we can because then when we're in a tough situation, we don't need to rely on That sticky note in the back of our brain or our memory to be able to say, Oh, this is when I do X, Y, Z. No, we'll have gone there so many times in our practice, either in our meditation time when we're practicing or when we are just doing it in our daily life at our computer. Like I said, with my shoulders up, you learn to just bring those down into relaxation and your body remembers to go there much more easily. Kelly, I so appreciate you leaving us the speak pipe message and question. And I hope that this has answered it for you. And I know that this has been helpful for other people too, because the same questions come up. None of us are, are any different than anyone else. We're all human and we're all looking for peace and calm and freedom. And so I hope again that this was helpful and that you will keep in touch with us and let us know how you're doing. And now for today's quote. We don't receive wisdom. We must discover it for ourselves after a journey that no one can take for us or spare us. And that's from Marcel Proust. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. I'd like to invite you to our exclusive group coaching membership. It's an opportunity to join a community of like-minded individuals that are committed to achieving their personal goal of living with more peace and calm. Our membership program offers you the chance to connect with a group of individuals who are dedicated to clearing their chronic stress, anxiety, and panic while living with joy. You'll have the opportunity to participate in live group coaching sessions with me. By becoming a member, you also gain access to exclusive resources and materials designed to support your healing, well-being, and growth. These include skill sheets, access to all the Anxiety Coaches podcast episodes ad-free, and perhaps the most significant benefit of our membership program is the support and accountability that comes from being part of a group of like-minded individuals who are all striving towards similar goals. You'll be able to share your experiences and insights with coaches and group members, receive feedback and advice, and build relationships with people who share your desire to live with freedom from anxiety, worry, and negative thoughts. Start overcoming anxiety today and make it last a lifetime. Sign up for our group coaching membership today and take the first step toward unlocking your full potential for more peace and calm. Go to acpgroupcoaching.com. I'd love to see you in the group acpgroupcoaching.com. The link is in the show notes.